podcasters welcome back or welcome to i don't care the podcast i'm your girl alexia de stefano and we've got a jam-packed episode so the first two segments that i always do i'm gonna make quick here um the first segment being my i don't care of the week now i got one for you because i sat my ass down here and i was adjusting my camera and my audio settings and as i'm clicking buttons on my computer i see something in my peripheral vision running running something small on the floor i look over i start screaming it's a spider a big spider a big black one like a wolf spider i swear to god huge not a daddy long legs i can coexist with daddy long legs I cannot coexist with black hairy spiders, okay? That's what this was. I'm out of breath because I literally just sat down from dealing with the situation. And by me dealing with the situation, I mean I screamed, I got paper towel and a weight, and I was just pacing back and forth, yelling, and then I called reinforcements to come and deal with the situation because I could not deal on my own so my i don't care of the week like many weeks in the past is spiders now this was also the second spider i had killed today oh this one this big one my reinforcement person is not a spider killer so they brought it outside however my mother is a spider killer and um rightfully so and she brought it oh she killed it the other the first one was in my bedroom which is worse in theory except the spider was smaller and had i been alone i could have dealt with that spider if i needed to however i just said mom spider and she came quick this one i can't they run towards me like they're on the move. The first one in my bedroom was on the move. The, I must smell like something spiders love because I don't know how many podcast episodes I have talked about these damn spiders loving me, coming after me, attacking me. That's my I don't care of the week. And I know some of you get bothered by how much I touch the microphone but you know when, you know, I, first of all, I'm watching the levels and I could see when they're not high enough. So I bring it closer to me. But also it's like a mixture of trying to find the sweet spot. And it takes me a while to find the sweet spot because then I look at myself in the camera and I see that it's covering my face a little bit. So then I try to lower it a little bit. And then because I lowered it a little bit, I notice I need to like, do that a little bit and then the numbers are off a little bit so maybe I need to bring it back you know what I mean so look I hate editing the podcast watching me touch it but a mixture of trying to find the sweet spot but also listening to the cues but also making sure I'm not covering my face this is a one woman production here okay let's just jump right in because we've got a lot to talk about tonight it's nighttime for me um last week i said i was filming at 8 51 p.m in the morning 
that's how tired I was that I said it was morning and not nighttime. Oops. Okay, we are going to do our listen bitch affirmations. And this week, I've got to be better than I was last week. Last week was embarrassing. Okay, let me find, let me see. Is there a card that's speaking to me? Hmm. Ooh, this card is speaking to me. This card. Listen, bitch. Ask yourself if it will matter 10 years from now. If it won't, don't sweat it. That's really nice. Um, actually, yeah. Uh, okay, let me repeat it. Ask yourself if it will matter in 10 I said it wrong ask yourself if it will matter 10 years from now if it won't don't sweat it and I that's kind of interesting because the past couple days I've been thinking and even just before I came downstairs to record the podcast I'll think about a core memory of mine and I'm like oh that was such like a good moment in life or oh that was such a good day and then I ask myself would you go back and my answer is always no it's not because hindsight's 2020 I know what the future holds and I know that it gets better from the point that I was at even if that moment was really good and I would love to go back to that moment I wouldn't because that would mean that I have to then live everything else that I've lived already and I don't want to do that. Um, And so this is not exactly what that was saying, but this made me think of it. But this, ask yourself if it will matter in 10, from 10 years, my God, ask yourself if it will matter 10 years from now. If it won't, don't sweat it. This is important because we're so judgmental of ourselves. We set so much boundaries for ourselves and we put up these walls for us to live in in a box that we put ourselves in. We have all of these restrictions for ourselves. But why? If we restrict ourselves from um, everything or anything, we're only limiting the fun that we could have in our lives. We're only setting boundaries for how far we can go. We're setting limits. And one thing about me is that when it comes to my career, I will not set limits. So something about me is that when anything comes to my career, I go for it. I don't hold back. My career is my priority and my dog. But when it comes to my personal life, I don't have that same philosophy. I want to, but I let these... um, I sweat it. I sweat it too much. I let things get in my head. I let myself get worked up, confused, anxious, all of these things. And I set not limits because I'm not I'm still not limiting myself, but I'm letting myself live in those fears. And I don't love that. And you know what? In 10 years from now, the thing that I was am sweating now really won't matter. Um, like if, if we, let's think about it. Let's think about 10 years in the past. What things were you concerned about then? So for me, I was 10 years old, 10 years ago. 
I don't even know what I was sweating at 10 years old. Um, I was probably concerned about mm, what grade was I in? Five? Ten years old, what grade are you in? Grade five. Yeah, I think grade five. God, I was I was scared about my speech that I had to do. I was anxious about stupid drama between girls. Um, I was concerned about dressing cute. Like all of those things. And my answer will certainly be different than your answer because you probably weren't 10 years old 10 years ago. Maybe you were. I don't know. Um, maybe your life was way more stressful and you are like damn the things that I was sweating back then were deserved but I'm way better off now for it so maybe you can stress less because you know you'll be okay I think this is amazing um I like to ask myself all the time when I'm on my deathbed will I regret this will I regret not doing this will I regret not trying hard enough this and that which is kind of what this is as well so this is always a good reminder a good thing to just think about is if there's something that you want to do and you're holding yourself back ask yourself why and then I like to visualize the thing like my life if I did do the thing now for me again like in my career, I'm very open. The limits, none. But in my personal life, it's not as easy because when you are judged for your job, that's your job. But when you are judged for yourself, you're being judged for yourself. Like I know if someone were to say, which would be, this would be the worst thing for someone to say, is Alexia, you're a bad actress. If someone said that, to me first of all I'd be devastated but I wouldn't be I wouldn't think they don't like me they don't like me I'd be like they don't like my acting they think I'm bad that would hurt my feelings trust me but it wouldn't be about me that would be about my skill but if I were to do something personally which maybe um I don't know just like anything go out uh, and someone you know makes fun of me or says something about me then that's a little different because that's actually about me so I wouldn't love that but then I would have to think you know in 10 fucking years I'm not gonna remember what they said to me and tomorrow I'm not even gonna remember what they said to me so who cares um I don't and that's why this is called I Don't Care. Okay, that was good. That was a good one. Redeemed myself from last week's horrible advice. In my defense, I was ready for bed. It's nighttime again tonight. It's 8 o'clock, but I'm way better off for it. Um, today, I went to the dog park with my dog. We had a fun time there. We could have stayed longer. It was such a beautiful day. Um, I painted my nails. I painted them green. 
Um, I wanted to do like a burgundy color, but I didn't have one, so I painted them green. I love my nails painted. I feel pretty. So, yeah. I haven't told you guys what this week's episode is going to be all about, and I think you are going to be excited. So buckle up. Hold on. My dog is eating something. She's eating her stick. Um, today's episode is all about my pet peeves, part two. I did this episode a long time ago, um, a really long time ago. Let me see when I did it, because it was a, it was over a year ago, maybe? The last pet peeve episode I did was August 31st, 2022, so it was a very long time ago. And since that day, actually, I have been making a list of pet peeves part two. And I finally have a long list of things to talk about. Now, I haven't actually reviewed any of these pet peeves. And this has been a list going on for a year now of just like writing things down when I'm like, oh, that pissed me off. That's a pet peeve. So some of these are going to be new to me that I've forgotten about some of these might not make sense to me anymore and some of these might just be wrong I think most of them will still stand but I thought this would be a fun episode we all know or maybe we don't but I am a picky gal and I have many many pet peeves so let's jump right in pet peeve numero uno Mom's broken ass TV. Yeah, (laughs) my mom's TV, at least um, this was a while ago. I'd want to say like the beginning of the year. No, I want to say like a year ago. My mom's TV was broken. And every night she'd be like, Allah, you need to come here and fix my TV. And so I would go in her room tired And we're trying to, like, fix her TV. She'd have to call TELUS. It was a huge big deal, and it would piss me off. So her TV is a pet peeve of mine. Number two, when people come home late and don't take Luna out for the last pee to give me a break. Ah, well, let me say, let me say this. I don't mind taking my beautiful dog out to pee the entire day in the summer in the winter when after dinner after a long day of being a full-time mother I want to relax on the couch a little bit and someone else can take her out one time before I take her out the final time before bed that would be lovely that would be amazing just a thought I'm just asking for someone to take her out one time in the day. I will do it the rest. I'm just saying, can you take her out once? And that is in between dinner time or after dinner time and the time that I go to bed. 7.30, 8 o'clock would be great. Glad to clear that one up. The next one. Oh my god, this one bothers me so much. When waiters refill my water before I finish. Ugh! 
Do you know how rewarding it is to finish a glass of water? It feels like you're never ending the one cup because they fill it like when you're halfway done. And I'm like, did I ask you to fill this? I didn't ask you to fill it because I want to know I've finished a full cup of water before you refill it. I want to be fulfilled that I drank that full cup of water before you go ahead and refill my cup. If I don't ask you or if it's not empty, don't refill my cup. Now, this is a pet peeve. It's not that serious, but I will say this isn't me coming for waiters and this isn't me like disrespecting their job. I understand they do it. That's how they're trained to do it. They should continue to do it. I'm not going to complain to them about it. Trust me. But personally, I don't like to get, I don't like old water mixed with new water. That's, that's important to me that all my water, I'm very picky about my water. I don't drink water from the tap. I don't drink bottled water. I only drink filtered water from the fridge. I know that's like, I get it. Privilege. I hear it. I know. I know. I hear it. Okay. But that's my thing. That's my thing is my water. So when people disrupt my water routines, it's just a little, it's a lot for me. It's a lot for me. And, and, and (laughs) just, I like my cups to be empty before you fill them up. Waiters, if you're listening. Okay. (laughs) When people, you, when you tell people you're watching a show and they ask if a plot line has already happened. For example, I was with my family and I said to some of my family members, hey, I'm watching Shameless. And they said, oh, is she pregnant yet? No. She's not pregnant yet. Now, there's two options of who she could be. Fiona Gallagher or Debbie Gallagher. So now I know one of them is going to be pregnant. And that's going to throw shit up. Little did I know, spoiler spoiler alert, both of them are pregnant. (sighs) Just like if I'm saying I'm watching a fucking TV show, ask me where I'm at. Don't just assume, oh, have you seen this person die yet? No, I've not seen that person die yet. Thank you so much. You could have just asked me, where are you? What's what's been going on since, you know, with the plot? And then you could have analyzed the information yourself to see if they've died yet or not. These are just idiots now. What do you mean you're going to ask me if something that's going to happen in the show's happened? Especially if it's something big like that. That pregnancy really did change things. Especially relationship dynamics. So thank you for the warning that someone, she, would get pregnant. I feel like that's that's a very... Um, reasonable pet peeve 
Not all of these are reasonable, but that one is reasonable. Oh, man, I'm flying through these. Okay. When videos say, watch until the end and nothing happens. Get out of here with that shit. Get out of here. You're going to make me. Oh, okay. No, no, no. There's two. There's one where it says, wait, wait until the end and then nothing happens. Or one that says, wait until the end. And then it says, go look for part two. And then you can't find part two. Because it's just like gone. Or there never was one. I want to find what I need to find. And if you are going to say watch until the end, it better be something worth watching to the end. I get it. It's one minute of my life. But it's one minute I'm never getting get back. So make it an enjoyable minute. Like this is an hour of my podcast. This is an hour of your guys's day and if you didn't like it that's a waste of your time and i'm sorry that i wasted your time but if you enjoyed it which is the goal then you come back and you've had a good hour of your life entertained by me and then you come back next week for more now if they entertained me and said watch until the end and it was a good end i would go back to their page and trust them for good content now i'm like screw these bitches i don't want to see nothing from them because you tomfoolery me disgraceful <sighs> i have attitude when i'm talking about my pet peeves but that is what makes them a pet peeve also the other day someone said a pet peeve but didn't say pet peeve. They said like Tom Fools. They said like fish peeves. I don't know. They said something so weird. And I was like, what? Your what? Your pet peeve? Strange. <clears throat> okay. So if you're not going to show me a video that that is worth watching to the very end, don't say watch until the end. However... Unless you're a listener or watcher of I Don't Care, the podcast with Alexia Stefano, Watch until the end. There's something really cool to be announced at the end of this video. So stay to the end to figure it out. Um, okay, also my congestion from last week still stands. And that is why my voice is a little bit nicer than usual. Um, at least in my own ears it is. Okay, mom. I love you. I love you. And I know you listen to these. There's a couple in here about you. And this one is about you. It's not mean. It's not mean. But there's one word that you mispronounce. There's actually a couple words that you mispronounce. But this one word specifically irritates me. And the word is year. Year. Y-E-A-R. Year. You, she forgets the Y in year and just says ear. Okay? (laughs) Now I love ya. But she'll be like, I'm 50 years old. I'm 50 years old. You're 50 years old. Yeah, years. Not just ears. 
years. Now, it might not sound like a big difference to you, but this is actually a compliment I get a lot. And by a lot, I mean by people who aren't first language English. They say, Alexia, you pronounce your words so clearly, so nicely with with every syllable in there. You really like you, you say your words very clear. Thank you so much. So I would be able to hear when people don't say words correctly. And for the most part, I just let it live in my mind. I say, oh, that person said that wrong. That person said that wrong. This person keeps saying words wrong. This person's trying to sound smart, but keeps saying the big words wrong. I'm just going to laugh in my head. And hey, you guys can go back on all the episodes where I'm trying to say words and they don't come out right or I've mispronounced them. I do it. But I'm a judgmental person. I've said this from the beginning. So... But I'll tell you I'm wrong too. But I'll also tell you when other people I see can... Look, we all say words wrong. And my mom says ears instead of years. And um, it bothers me. It was five years ago. It's five years ago. Um, but I love her. And other than that, well, other than that, and the fact that I you're terrible at watching TV, um, I love ya. Okay, let's move on. Oh, I hate being asked questions. <laughs> I hate being asked questions. I don't love conversation, which is not good. But I don't like conversation if I'm not in the mood for a conversation. But I'm, which is always, I have to be, I'm, it's, it's very rare that I'm in the mood to have a conversation. Um, more, more time than not, I'd rather sit in silence and when people ask me too many questions, I get annoyed. Dependent on who you are and what you're asking. If you keep asking me questions about me or what I'm doing in life, I'll get annoyed. But if you are someone who's going to ask me questions about skincare or the acting industry or fun questions about me, then I'll answer happily. Um, and it also depends on the day. And I'm a Gemini, so... It really depends on the day and the mood. But overall, don't ask too many questions. Like, limit it to three. Also, why are we asking people so many questions? Like, this genuinely is a question for me to you. Because when people... Maybe maybe I just don't care. Because it's not that I'm in, not engaged. I'm very engaged in conversation with other people. Like, when I am talking with someone... I can recite everything they said back because I'm very engaged. I'm listening. I'm, I'm a good listener. I just don't have any follow-up questions. And I think it's because I don't care. And that's something I want to work on. I want to have follow-up questions. I know so many people when like I tell or when someone tells a story has like 10 follow-up questions because they're like, holy shit, like, let me unravel this. And I say, you told me the story. You told me the whole story. 
why am I going to have questions? If I have questions, I will think of answers for myself. Like if you told me a story of a car accident you were in and you told me everything, I would have no questions because you, you, you said what happened after the accident. You said if it was your fault or not. You said that you made a claim with ICBC. You told me what the results were. You told me like where you were and what was happening the moments leading up to the crash and the crash. You told me if there was any witnesses around. Like you answered all the questions. What else does that leave me to ask? I'm not going to be like, and how are you emotionally? Like, did that traumatize you? How did that affect your well-being? Because I don't care about the answer, but I know damn well you don't want to be asked those stupid questions either. Nobody wants to be asked those questions. It's just, I've been in multiple conversations with many people where I will say something as simple as my favorite color is blue. And they will dissect the fuck out of that. Well, why do you think your favorite color is blue? Like, does that resonate with you from a past um, trauma? Nope. I just like the way it looks. You like the way it looks? Does it, like, soothe your eyes in a way that is is more relaxing and makes you think of positive thoughts? I don't know. It's just a pretty-ass color. It's pretty to you. What defines pretty to you? Like, nobody wants to have conversations with people like that because you're never going to get anywhere. And do they actually care? Like, do you actually care what my personal definition of pretty is? Maybe you do. And I don't understand you. I don't understand you. And I don't think I like you either if you're one of those people. Now, if I tell you a crazy story and you have questions, I'm happy to answer because that's exciting and if i been through something and you're asking me about that sure but don't ask me about my personal feelings or opinions on it unless i i'll tell you that if it is something that you need to know i will tell you you have all the questions in the world to ask me about the story or the thing itself Well, we shouldn't feel so comfortable asking people personal questions and expecting answers from them. Unless you state, can I ask you a personal question? And don't say, can I ask you a personal question? What's your favorite color? Can I ask you a personal question? Did your dad die? You see, there's a little bit of a difference there. People are soft. Um... And don't ask me too many questions. I don't like it. I don't want to be interrogated. Interrogated for what? Living? Like, it's it's annoying. Don't be that person. Ugh. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Layback Living is a furniture store that has been providing customers with high quality and stylish furniture for years. They offer a wide selection of furniture for every room in the house. From the living room to the bedroom to the dining room and more. At Layback Living, customers can find furniture that not only looks great, but is comfortable and functional. At Layback Living, quality is their top priority. They only source furniture from trusted manufacturers and personally select 
each item to ensure that it meets their high standards. Their knowledgeable staff is always available to assist customers in finding the perfect furniture pieces to fit their unique style and needs. With their exceptional customer service and commitment to quality, Layback Living is the perfect destination for anyone in search of beautiful and functional furniture. Be sure to check out their website at laybacklivinghome.com or check out their location in Richmond, B.C. And be sure to use code IDONTCARE for 10% off your purchase. Being told to do something I am just about to do. Let me tell you. Now, I live with my mother. Let me tell you. If I see, like, something on the floor and I'm like, oh, I need to go pick that up. Let me go pick it up. As I am bending down to pick it up, my mother will be like, pick that up. And no, I don't want to pick it up anymore. I was doing it. I was taking initiative and doing it for myself. And then you say, go do that thing that you're about to do. And I'm like, well, you just took the decision away from me because now you told me to do the thing that I was already going to voluntarily do. And now it's not my choice anymore. And I don't like that. So... If I see the floors need to be swept, I will sweep them. At my own time, on my own pace, when I convince myself to do it. But if I am told to sweep the floors, I don't want to do it anymore. It no longer feels like my own decision. It is now, you have to do it, or you're going to get in shit. It's no longer, you're an adult. You get to make a decision to do that. So do it. It's now do it or else mom's going to get mad. Which I appreciate. It keeps me accountable. But not with stupid shit like that I was already going to do. And it happens every single day. Multiple times a day. I bite my tongue because I'm not going to make an argument over something that we both know needs to be done. I'm just a little upset because she told me to do it when I was going to do it myself. Like it's not a, it's not anything against my mom. This is a personal thing. But also it's not just her. Like it, it'll be anywhere. I'll, I'll get up to do something. Someone's like, Alexia, do this thing. I know it needs to be done. That's why I'm getting up to do it. I can't be the only one who feels this way. It's just so infuriate, infuriating. See, I just almost mispronounced that word. And I'm sure husbands out there will really relate to this because in your head, you're going to be like, oh, I need to take out the garbage. I'll take out the garbage just after this episode. And then your wife or significant other goes, take out the garbage. And you go, I was going to take out the garbage, but now I don't want to take out the garbage because you told me to do it. But I was going to do it after this episode is over. Now you've interrupted me. I can't even think about the episode anymore because you're just bombarding me with things to do. Miss, do this, do that. And I don't want to do it anymore because you took the decision away from me because now you've claimed that you're the boss of me, significant other, in this hypothetical. And now you're like claiming the, the title of boss? Get out of here. So at the end of the day, I don't think I like being told what to do. And that's okay. Unless you're a director. If you're a director, I will listen to you. 
it's just so annoying. I won't keep getting into it because I know you guys are going to get annoyed if I keep rambling over the same thing. But it's all of these are very justified. Very, very, very justified. I'm craving a Slurpee right now as well, which is a pet peeve when I can't get a Slurpee. But it's good for me because I crave one every single day. So I'm actually thankful and grateful for it. Okay, I really need to slow things down because I'm going way too quick here. The next thing is, I'm just going to read it how I, how I like it. Costa Rica being pronounced coast and not cost. Now, I have had mixed reviews on how you pronounced Costa Rica, Costa Rica. I am told the proper pronunciation is Costa Rica. I personally hate that and it hurts my ears. I can't explain why. I don't know why, but it is Costa Rica for me personally, even if that's wrong. And I don't mean disrespect. It's just cost doesn't feel right. It's making me it's making me quiver. I'm quivering in my seat because like Costa Rica just ugh, it just doesn't sound correct. It sounds forced. It just cost coast Costa Rica. I want to go to Costa Rica on the coast. Costa Rica. Not Costa Rica. Um and my mom went earlier this year. And that is why this came up and became a thing for me. And, and you know, like I said earlier, she says things wrong. So I go, my, you're saying coast, you're saying Costa Rica. It's Costa Rica. And she's like, no, it's not. It's coast. I mean, oh, my God, I'm confusing. It's Costa Rica. And then people agreed with her. And I was like, there is there is just no way it's that. And apparently it is. Let me actually let's Google it. Let's let's figure it out. For once and for all, how to pronounce Coast Rica. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Oh. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Let's see. Let's see. This is how locals. This is how locals pronounce Costa Rica. I think I'm right so far, though. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Now, Costa Rica, how that local pronounces it, sounds a lot more like coast than cost. So let me change this pet peeve of mine. This new revised pet peeve of mine is when people doubt me. Because it, it appears that I was correct this whole time and that I was made to believe that I am some sort of fool who don't know how to pronounce Costa Rica when I am correct, says Google and YouTube. So, in all honesty, I am very much deserving of an apology from my mom and the other 
people involved in telling me that I was wrong when I was right the whole time. And y'all are the fools because it's Costa Rica, not Costa Rica. It was making me quiver for a reason and I knew it didn't sound right. And it's because I was correct. So. And, okay, these pet peeve episodes are meant to make me sassy. And that is what it is. I am sassy. And that is what this is. So, if you don't like the sass, tune in to next week's episode and I won't have it. Maybe. We'll see. Okay, what's the next thing? The next thing is when whoever takes the garbage bag out of the garbage and doesn't put a new one. Yes. Okay. My mother has told me. This seems like I'm talking about her a lot. But this is not a bad thing. None of these are bad. But my mom says all the time, I don't know how to put the garbage bag on like you do. And neither does my brother. Because I tie it really tight and I do a really good knot. I could teach you guys. If the thing is that you don't know how to do it, I'll teach you. And then you never have to get me to do it again. But what my pet peeve is, is when the person who takes the garbage bag out of the garbage, you, part of your job description, is to also put a new bag on. It's not to leave the garbage there open for the next person to come in and also the next person is not the next person the next person is always got to be me so if, if the next person walks in and it's not me they'll leave it for me so the job isn't take the garbage out and leave the rest to alexia it's take the garbage out put the bag on yourself i i can't express how frustrated that i am every day after garbage day when I go into a kitchen with empty garbages and I know they were thinking, Alexia will do it, she always does. Yes, I always do because I need to throw shit in the garbage and I'm not going to wait for someone else to do it like you guys are with me because I'm efficient. I take initiative as we're learning. So it just doesn't seem right to me that you can't figure out how to tie a little knot and put the garbage bag on yourself. It is part of the garbage person's description. It is. If you're going to collect the garbage, you put a new bag on. I don't know who designated me as the garbage girl because two things about me. I do not do outdoors, being any outdoor work. I will not cut the grass. I will not touch the the, the leaves and the cutters and anything I don't do any outside work and it's not my job to do the garbage either I these are the boundaries I have set for myself Francesco can do those my mom can help and I am more than happy to do all the inside work besides garbage got me on the toilets done I love cleaning toilets got me sweeping the floors and mopping them easy got it got me dusting everything no problem I will not do anything outside and it's not my responsibility in a house of three people to do the garbage bag just because I know how to tie it in a little knot. Let me teach you. Let me let me teach you right now e for everyone. 
So when you're opening a garbage bag, you know how there's like four bumps on it and that's where you like peel it off? It's not a bump, it's just the curvature of the top part. So yes, you peel it open, you put your garbage bag on and you get two of those little curvature parts. You pull it so it stretches a little bit and you even want maybe a little bit of a tear in the middle and then you just tie a little knot. That's it. And it will keep your garbage snug and tight and won't fall. And that's it. That's it. Yesterday, my mom began to put the bag back on. And then she saw me and she goes, I can't do it. Can you? I don't know how. And she gives it to me. I go, you don't know how to. I'll do it. Because I won't disrespect. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. But I'm not happy about doing it. I'm never happy about doing it. It's a job we can all do easy. Just like someone can take... Look, I do a lot. I do a lot. I take care of our dog full time. I keep the house in order. I make myself dinners here and there with everyone. Okay? And I work technically four jobs. Two paying... One being this job and the other being acting as a whole. I'm a busy gal. Got lots going on. If I can't put the garbage bag on the garbage, I ask someone else to be able to just help me. Give me a, a, a helping hand. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> it's crazy the random ones that make me really angry. That was one. Because that one's a consistent. It's every fucking week. Sports announcers and sports playing on the TV. I cannot stand the sound of a sports announcer. Hey, if we look over there, player number seven is running towards the ball. Oh, he's got the ball. And now he's going to make a passageway to player number 14. Player number 14, by the way, is my son's favorite. Like, I don't care. It, it, it's it's not like when you're watching TV, someone's like, oh, and this character is taking left, right, left step, right step, left step, right step. Oh, now they're opening the door. Like, that doesn't happen when you watch TV. Why is it happening when you're watching sports? You're watching them play the sport. You don't need this annoying guy who's always talking like this to announce the sports that you were watching. They've got the worst voices. Now, they're getting paid a lot, so they're not offended that I'm saying this. But they've got the most annoying voices, and this is coming from me. And I am known to have an annoying voice. They beat it. Can't stand it. And, and maybe it's the fact that I don't like sports at all. And it's boring in general. And if you're going to watch sports, watch it in your own TV. Like, go privately away from me to watch it. You don't need to be in the public space. Now, I, I, I can never be with a, um, an American mm, straight man because they're going to force me to watch football and the sports, and I just can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. If it is like if you are the perfect straight man and you check every single box except the sports one and you're like, babe, I'm perfect for you, but I will make you watch uh, football every Sunday. I couldn't, I'd back out. I'm like, I, there's someone out there better for me than you 
who will tick all of the boxes and also hate sports or at least give me money every every Sunday to go spend it wherever I want while you watch the sports. Even if I'm rich on my own, which I will be, you're still going to you're still going to respect me. And you're going to say I'm going to take the house and I'm going to watch sports and I I know that you don't love sports, so I've booked a, a Manny Petty for you. Oh my God, see, I'd break up with the other guy because I'm like, there's someone out there better for me. Someone out there better for me. It's not you. You take almost every box. Someone will take the, the sports box for me. It's just like, it's, a, it's, it's, it's an abomination on the world to have sports playing. I hate him. I hate him. We were watching, um, no, let me, my brother was watching the game where Taylor Swift was seen with Travis Kelsey's family. My brother was watching that game and the announcers are like, and Taylor Swift is here uh, standing by with uh, Travis Kelsey's mom if we look over there. And, and we all know all the Swifties tuned in that game. I'm no Swifty. But I was like, oh, see, finally something entertaining about this damn person, like, sport. And the other thing is, like, my brother was like, this is such a boring game. Like, he kept saying, this is such a boring game. And to me, it, it, like, how people might be saying that game specifically was boring. The one where that one team lost all of the points to the other team. That's how it is for me times 100 every time sports are on. Now, thank God this is not a dilemma I deal with often. I'm not struggling to, to be away from sports. But the once a year my brother plays a sports game, it gets me going. Um, okay. When people driving stop too close to the car in front of them. Yes. There is no point to stop so close to the other car in front of you. It makes me feel like you don't realize you need to stop stop if someone is stop stop with so much space every time i don't want to have a heart attack every single time you are stopping the car okay and i'm not even going to go into detail about that because it's just like period speaking of cars i don't like talking in a car I don't like having conversations really much and I don't like people asking me questions. Add the element of being in a vehicle. Guys, you're torturing me. Oh my God, torturing me. I'm already thinking about the fact that I need to not get car sick. I need to keep my head on straight. I need to make sure I don't get motion sick and and get a migraine and vomit i also am just like relaxing the car is a relaxing place when i'm not sick in it and if you want to have a conversation now is not the time now is not the time i'm a quiet passenger quiet turn up the music and maybe i'll dance a little i'll sing a little but i will not i will not have a i will not talk i hate it i 
ask me questions in a car and I will have attitude and you will get mad at me and then I will get mad at you. It's just not going to go well if things are happening in the car. I do not like car talk. Wait until after. Another one is turning off my music to watch TV. Oh my God. We have lots of family gatherings and when it's hosted at our house, I like to play a nice playlist and it's soft ambient music in the background and um, my pet peeve is when people turn off my playlist to watch TV. Hello? I, I hand selected all of the songs that I thought we could listen together and you and and collectively everyone might not be paying attention to the songs but I am and when someone starts humming or dancing a little bit I make a note I'm like oh my playlist is good oh this is good oh look at that oh they're enjoying my playlist you turn that shit off to watch television pisses me off especially at Christmas time because I I have spent hours perfecting my Christmas playlist. I I cannot have you pause it or turn it off to watch TV. I do not put all this work in to perfect my playlist for people to turn it off for TV. And they don't realize what they're doing and they're not turning it off because it's bad. They're just turning it off because they want to watch TV. But they don't realize the direct effect it has on me. I, I know my perfectionism is coming out and and my my like um, like things have to be a, a certain way for me or else I, I react. But that's just how I am. Um, Coco, my brother, ta- oh my god, he, t- <laughs> Coco taking shits in my washroom in the morning as I need to get in there. He has his own. No, I'm going to put him on blast, but he uses my, my washroom in the morning to stink it up. And then he goes in his to brush his teeth and finalize his morning routine. Meanwhile, I got to then go into my now stinky ass washroom to brush my teeth and to do... <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking. And to do my morning routine in the stench. But he gets to happily go downstairs to his washroom with a functioning toilet and just get to smell the roses. I'm speechless. Now that's a sibling war if, I, if if anything I have gotten mad at him I say use your own washroom. <sighs> and then he had the audacity to ask me the other day, "Did you take a shit in my washroom?" No, I didn't. Your washroom for sure has spiders. I don't go in there. But the audacity it stunk in there. It was you. Stinky ass. Okay. The last one, filling your cup with barely any alcohol just to take a sip and fill it again. Okay, I am watching How to Get Away with Murder. And Annalise Keating, played by Viola Davis, she likes to drink. She likes to drink, but she just fills her 
her cup up with a sip, takes the sip, fills it up with another sip, takes the sip. At that point, drink out of the bottle. Fill up the cup to the to the brim or drink out of the bottle. But pouring it, taking a sip, pouring it, taking a sip, pouring it, taking a sip, I cannot deal with that. Why are you doing that? Now I know. I know. People are watching How to Get Away with Murder and they're not watching her pour alcohol, fake alcohol, into a cup. And, to, and I get it. It's probably easier for her to do the small sips and, and the way it's written, it's probably easier that that's the way it's done. But also, people do that in real life. Like, with wine, it, it bothers me because you're pouring half the cup of wine into the wine glass. You're finishing it pretty quickly, and then you're doing it again. Fill the cup to the top or drink from the bottle. But this half bullshit, it, it, it doesn't fly with me. Fill the cup up or drink out of the bottle. The, the wasting a dish for a, a quarter of it to be filled is ridiculous. If you are filling it just for... Could you imagine filling up your water bottle with just one sip's worth, taking the sip, filling it up again, taking your sip, filling it up again? What? Nobody would do that. So why are people doing it with alcohol? To be fancy, it's ridiculous. Get a grip. Okay, let me calm myself down. Boo! Those were my pet peeves. And you know what? They're great. And, and, and they bother me. And they piss me off. And they rile me up. But that's what pet peeves are supposed to do. And if they don't, then they're not real pet peeves for you. And a pet peeve is when people ask me, what's your pet peeves? And I can't think of any. Because I know I have so many and there's going to be more where this came from. So wait for another year and there'll probably be a part three. But I am a human who is very judgmental of things and also very critical of myself. And with that personality, I'm very pet peevish. So that was that. And I think we did a great job talking about all of it. And um, I'm proud of this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to rate this podcast on Spotify and anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you're on YouTube, definitely give me a subscribe. <laughs> I was going to say give me a follow. Subscribe to the channel. And like this video, I do a lot of work, so the least you can do is click a couple buttons, people. It would mean a lot to me, and it helps me out a lot. So please just use a couple seconds of your time to click some buttons um, for all of my hard work. If you don't like the episode, at least like for my hard work and my dedication or my tattoos. Um, yeah, so that's the housekeeping. Be sure to come back for next week's episode. It's going to be something. I don't know yet, but it will be something. And, um, that's a wrap. Okie dokie, smokies.